Thank you very, very much. We, my sister Janet, my brother Paul, would like to start out first of all by congratulating all the inductees. Um, my dad would be so honored to be a part of such an elite group. And thank you to the committee as well for choosing him to be a part of this new class of, an, of inductees. Dad would always say, how did I get so lucky? And it started with his adoption when he was six, when he was living in an orphanage by a, fam a wonderful family to a farm in Northeast Nebraska. Um, he had, his best friends were the farm animals and his huge cousin family, because he was an only child, so all the cousins were very important. Um, and his music was really important to him. Then he felt so lucky that he met my mom, they got married, and he raised a family. And he has all these grandkids and these great grandkids. So he, he felt just really privileged to be able to do that. But the, another thing that he felt so lucky about was starting this program here at Pius, this instrumental music program, right from scratch, just fresh soil, just like it would be on a farm. And we were, at that time, it was 1960, we were four, three, and one, probably, <laughs> when we moved here. So we grew up in these halls. Um, and in part of introducing music, uh, to this community, he started in the elementary schools, all the different Catholic elementary schools. And so many, and there's quite a few in here that probably have ex experienced his tonette lessons that took place in fourth grade. And then when you went to fifth grade, you were, you could start an instrument if you chose. And with that came um, private lessons and group instruction and band. So it was, you know, it was a way to feed into the big school of Pius. Um, once we, once you're at Pius, the summers started out with uh, learning how to march. That was a big deal. You had left, right, left, you know, and you had to figure out how to use your feet, carry an instrument, play a song, do a formation, and he would get pretty worked up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, would, he, would, he would get pretty worked up over some of that. But that was really important to set that, lay that groundwork. And then when the fall season came around, I, I would consider that marching band season. His background as an, a, um, a former Marine and being in the Marine Corps band was very much a um, precision type marching. And then when he um, went to the University of Nebraska, it was a, in the Cornhusker band, it was more of about a show. And so he incorporated the two together and that became kind of his basis for the marching band at Pius. Um, we did lots of parades. We would go here in Lincoln. It would be in small communities. We performed our halftime shows um, for other schools. And we would always go to Harvest of Harmony in Grand Island. And 13 years in a row, they received a superior rating. And the last year he was there was the only superior that was given. He was really proud of that group of people. Um, another highlight probably during marching band was the Lights Out show. Some of you may or may not remember that, but we would tape a flashlight onto our left ankle. We'd be, we'd be in the back of the stands at the football field. We'd turn on our little flashlight, and then the drums would start clicking, and we'd click our way around to the front, always in formation, never out of formation. 
go to the goal line, we'd form two flanks by the goal line, and we'd play a fanfare of some sort, and then all the lights would go out, except for our flashlights, hopefully, and off we would go down the field and do our, our various shows, and, and, and it was, oh, and a lot of times they did it for homecoming, so it was kind of a special, special time. And then we'd flank over to one big long line in front of the stands, and then the lights would turn on, and there we'd be in one big long line. We'd play the, the fight song, and we'd you know, hit the drums and click off again. <laughs> again, always in formation. So that was marching band. In the, in the winter and in the spring, it was the concert season. And this is when the musicians really developed their skills. And a lot of, of the musicians would try out for solo parts, or they would go to contests. Um, and there'd be duets, there'd be uh, trios. They would try out for um, special bands, elite bands, honor bands. Um, and then most of our concerts would begin with a really lively John Philip Sousa march and end, because probably from his career, have, having been a former Marine. That was, a, and, and they were hard. If you were a clarinet player or a flute player, it was hard <laughs> to play those songs. He was so proud of also all the directors, the band directors that have followed him and how they have kept the program going and helped it to continue to grow. He's so proud of that. And he was also really proud of his students, a lot of which went on to music careers. And he'd really be proud to know that he has a great-grandson, Jason Manzito, who's a sophomore at UNL, and he's in the Cornhusker Marching Band, and he's making career of music. So he would really be proud of that. Of course, he knows about it because he's got the best seat in the house right now. <laughs> he and Mom both are there. <clears throat> With, and then after he left Pies, he had a great career in, in real estate. He continued to golf into his 80s. He continued to march in that alumni band into his 80s. Um, he kept thinking he was going to get better at golf. He, he, even in his 80s, he thought, I'm going to figure this out. I loved that. He always was trying to learn, so it was great. So to his many students, and most of you would still think of him as Mr. Murphy. Um, his friends, <laughs> you and Joe, yeah. His friends, our mom, he was Phil. To his mom, he was Philip. But to us, he was dad, grandpa, our hero. Thank you very much. Thank you.